0: told me and do it (laughs) do it so this is what the podcast is about
1: what's the name of it you're called it's called deconversion therapy podcast it is and we are briefly about uh, what are we about we're about two people who grew up together in the evangelical church and we both left it so it's just funny stories we read listener letters it doesn't matter if you are a Christian, if you never were, if you're, you know. I like behind. that. It doesn't matter. We don't care anything about you or what <laughs> you believe. No, um, no, but so, religion has really got some funny stuff. It does. And especially if you grew up in any kind of organized one where you all share. If you went to a Baptist church In Omaha, and you went to one in, you know, Texas, you guys can talk about something that happened in the 80s, and you would both have that in common because things spread like that throughout the churches. So it's always fun to laugh about those things. So that's what we do. And guilt and
0: shame. And then you get into like, oh, well, Jewish friends tell me the same thing. And so do the Catholic ones. That's
1: right. It seems shame is... They say that Abraham is something that is in common with all these religions, but it's shame. Abraham. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay.
0: So rate us please and review us. And subscribe. But, yeah. I don't like that review thing. I say that every time. But we
1: have but, some new reviews on there and they're adorable well, those and those were nice. Great.
0: Yeah. So thank you.
1: So you're that just was... saying be nice.
0: Well, but that's kind of pandering, right?
1: Is that the word I want? I <laughs> begging think that that is totally fine. This is our altar call. Come up to the stage with your best. That's, yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, uh, we are begging and, and they know that.
0: Also, <laughs> well, no. um, we're, we're following a bit of an outline here, and I don't know if this is the right place to put it, but I don't care. I had. I'm gonna have to redo <laughs> all my. Notes. No, my spiritual dilemma for the week is, you told you sent me something and said to caption it, and it was a picture, an artist's rendering of Jesus knocking on a door, yes. to to an old timey house, right? <laughs> and I said to say that the person on the other side was saying, "Banana who."
1: Correct. Which and I thought was funny.
0: But, okay, so I haven't asked you if you thought it was funny for the reason that I wrote it, which was assuming that Jesus was doing the knock-knock joke. Of course. Where you, <laughs> where you continually say, Banana.
1: I I got it. And you know what? Well, uh,
0: this I, is why I love you so much. I tested that out with six other people. No one got it. Because they're doofuses. No. It's a
1: thinker. It's quite, <laughs> <laughs> quite, um, that's right, advanced banana IQ in my brain, but... I posted it in a few of our things and people really enjoyed it and people laughed and there was one person who said, I don't get it. And then hmm. luckily someone else jumped in and said, oh, it's from like, Jesus is telling knock, knock jokes. Oh, and I didn't see they, that. Aww. It's in like a different group that you're not invited to. It's called Thanks. Bonnie Sucks Facebook group. Awesome. No, it's a deconversion Christian, uh, recovering ex-Christian group. Anyway, oh, so okay. someone then went through the whole knock-knock group for me. <laughs> all the repetitive language and everything. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's it's my experience when you have to explain a joke. it, it Like, in, in little pieces, it loses it. You know, yes. every second you have to explain it. it does. so, yeah, I was I, I feel like I need a professional opinion. So was that your spiritual dilemma, or that was? Yeah, your... because it made me so sad because I really my currency is is laughing. And I thought that that was so funny. And I was like, well, i I pretty feel I pretty much feel like I stole that from someone, but i I googled it and I couldn't find it next subject. Okay. (laughs) All right. I I had a friend in town this week and we went to consignment stores and I couldn't get there no matter which direction I turned because there was gridlock and Trump is here. Who? Yeah. (laughs) The the orange guy. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's here for Easter.
1: Yeah, so Easter is tomorrow, and um, this is what, although wait, wait. But what? he also came down the day
0: the Mueller report was supposed to be uh, uh-huh. released.
1: Gosh, I mean, That's I hate lying. So just going back and forth is, ugh. <laughs> you don't like that idea. I don't like flying like that. I mean, granted, he just walks on and then, you know, we're spending all that tax money for him to go down, come up, to go down, come up. But it still sounds terrible. So this week's um, intellectual... I don't think that plane would be terrible. I think it's okay. Yeah, I guess it is. Um, Intellectual discussion this week is the, the marriage of politics and religion. Hmm. Quite the That's dysfunctional <laughs> one at, so, went at that. So Bonnie yeah, lives I'm, down where uh, we used to live in uh, South Florida.
0: And all I wanted to do was drive them by his house, which Who's was on the them? way to our old street. My, my friends who were down here. Oh, yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, them. It was my other college roommate. I don't want you to think I was <laughs> cheating on you, but, you know
1: there was um. another one in our room no. <laughs>
0: um so yep it screwed everything up so we were in some kind of a consignment store and uh we walk in and i said to the people behind the counter do we have an answer for what all the gridlock is and they said oh trump's here and so uh, we were immediately quiet because you never know who is pro him yeah and who is not and it's a very easy thing to get in an argument about, but they didn't say a word and we just kind of whispered to ourselves you know, like, jackass <laughs> Right <laughs> like, um, That's not a political conversation well, That's just, is- why don't you just not, you know come on a Thursday
1: Yeah, but that is one, because the whole you guys have to be rerouted. So where Mar-a-Lago is, Bonnie and I grew up near there. I think we talked about this before. And um, there's like a bridge that goes over into Palm Beach and then it curves off. And then there is one uh, just double lane, but thin road that goes all the way on the ocean side. And you would pass Mar-a-Lago. But now that he's president, do they have to shut down the bridges? Yes. No. Well, maybe for his traveling across
0: it, but you can't go from the middle bridge to the south bridge
1: Yeah. In, on the ocean. So that's fine. We're going to talk about all that because I'm going to tell you the sweet, sweet story of how Trump became a Christian. And um, for anybody who wonders what side of the, you know, uh, political side we lean on, I would say both of us are anti-Trump in whichever way that can be. Now, if you're a pro-Trumper, you just listen up and enjoy. (laughs) And every time we say something insulting about him, you can, you know, you can put our names in there for Trump, so you feel like you're getting us back or something. You can (laughs) lie and troll us. I will clarify, too, though, that I do not
0: really go either way with the politics, but he as a person makes me really disappointed. Oh, huge That's a nice, nice way to say it. It is. Yeah. You're not an asshole. And I don't think that... i don't think that anybody raising a kid would go oh be like him (sighs) and or or if you if you put him through and i still think this is fair if you put him through the what would jesus do machine he's not gonna ever go with what would jesus do with his
1: behavior i know well, and that's well, and that's an wrong. okay machine to have. What you're wrong because okay. um, Marsha Blackburn, who's a legislative person here in Tennessee, has said that he was sent by God, and um, right. so to do what to be president. <laughs> yeah, I know. So obviously, we're in the wrong because if God says it. He's always the winner. You know that. I just wonder what he's doing that people are saying, oh, yeah, God God would have done that. Uh, it's all about abortion, I swear. It's just oh. all about abortion, and it doesn't matter. You know, all the other stuff that gets tacked on, it just seems to be um, as long as abortion, and then second to that would be gay rights, like once you get those up in there, it doesn't matter if you're separating, you know, immigrants from their children and all that. That's fine. It's, it's fine. just, it's, but life is not black and white and they are,
0: anyhow, uh, they they seem to be black and whiting us. Yeah, totally. Um, so you, wait, let me throw in there also that um, one of our friends from high school uh, who who said crappy things to me on Facebook, when I finally called him out on it, his response was, do call me a Republican and unfriend me? <laughs> like, to him, I love that. that
1: Here's the ultimate insult. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: like, but I'm
1: on your side. Well, that is <laughs> the hilarious thing we tell about our oldest daughter when she was young and she wanted to be like, you know, say the worst thing she could mm-hmm. she's like when i'm growing up i'm gonna a real republican no. and then she was like crying and stomped away and we're laughing <laughs> okay so sit back and relax and enjoy this story of how uh trump became the head of the religious right because he a christian um so there's this woman named Paula White, and she's a televangelist pretty much. She ended up being the pastor. She's on TV? Yeah, she used to be on TV. She, first she had a radio show, and then she was on, like, the Christian Broadcasting Network, or she might have even been on some other mainstream, you know, Weird time of day, 11 a.m. type of thing. Um, <laughs> while while you're talking, I'm going to look her up so I can see what her face looks like. I'm going to describe her first. Oh. Did you? You're <laughs> That'll be good. Star. Okay, so this <laughs> one, uh, yeah. So she's petite, tan, mm-hmm. blonde. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, and looks exactly like a lot of the women that... Trump's Fox was, newscasters yep, was surrounding himself in at the beginning. It seems like, uh, lots of them are dropping like flies. So there's a lot more diversity in the looks these days. Cause he's had to move on to, um, other women that can help him on his cabinet. But she in about, let me see, I think it's 2010 or maybe a little earlier. She, uh, let me back up. She was had a hard life. She yeah. had a failed marriage. She felt God was calling her into the ministry. And the good thing is, she ended up at churches that were mainly black and um, in Florida. <laughs> like, how does that sentence end? The good thing <laughs> is, well, she was very much into like racial equality. Like, let's not divide. Okay, you know, church things um and let's not what divide uh churches by race although yeah um, it still was uh, barely mixed but she in about 2010 she got involved with trump maybe earlier than that he called her because he'd seen her on tv Because I think it's at Mar-a-Lago. When is it? How long has he owned that place? Oh, it's been a while. Okay. Um,
0: I know that's helpful. Well, there was
1: something. It's at least 20 years. Okay. Back back in the beginning, it was Mm -hmm. hard for Mar-a-Lago to pick up some kind of like cable TV or something. And one of the only shows that would come through was hers. And he <laughs> and his mother would watch that. And he also loved Jim Baker. And he'd watch those shows, which is very interesting because they're all about money. And he's all about money. And he and they're all about appealing to like people as an audience. Yep. To wrangle them in. Exactly. And so he called her up and said he'd like to meet her. And they ended up meeting. She supposedly then um, talked him through the sinner's prayer and he became a Christian. And then she ended up with her husband at that time, I think, moving into Trump Towers. She has a few places. Wow. And she became his spiritual advisor. And bringing up 2010 for the 80th time here. I think that was the year that he approached her and said, I want you to get together your religious friends and pray about if I should run for president. And Uh I guess it was 20, I was going to say, not 2016, but before that, 2012. Yeah. And... She said they prayed and she came back to him saying, not yet. God says not yet. So she's a huge influence (laughs) on what's been going on with him. Now, her own past is she ended up getting divorced, I think, from the second husband because they were along with a bunch of other televangelists were being looked into by the judicial ways and means committee in dc for all the shitty money stuff these churches were doing where people were losing their savings cuz uh. you know they'd be they'd be told you're not buying salvation but then the next thing you know they call in saying, yes, I have a prayer request, you know, my gout. And then they're (laughs) like, for your gout. My the gout. That's right. We need (laughs) you to sign over. Everything. Um, And mostly nothing ever came up um, to get her put in jail or anything. But this stress made her and her husband divorce. And there's this other televangelist named... Benny Hinn. Do not confuse him with (laughs) With Benny Hill. Hill. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the guy. I'd like to. I know. This is the guy who very tan skin, black hair, and wears sort of white uh, suits. Almost looks like Saudi Arabian, like chic dressing. I don't even know if that's anything. (laughs) And but you or maybe seen, Mr. Rourke from Fantasy Island. Except they're they're those shirts that are collarless. Okay, I know. We'll put a okay. we'll post that. Um, but he's the one that you'll see in memes or even on TV that puts his hand on people and they fall over. and like he <laughs> runs across people and holds his hand out, and they're just like domino down and all that. she and him ended up in Italy together because they were supposed to discuss something or meet with people and they were seen holding hands walking around and that became very scandalous because he, I think, was still married although separated and paparazzi took pictures of them but it didn't (laughs) matter everyone forgave them, of course And still send their money into him, and her. Yeah. So Paula White is um, known for prosperity gospel preaching, and that's pretty much something you and I did not grow up with. Yeah, I don't. I know. I don't know what that is. It's shitty. Um, It is. it, It preys on African Americans a lot more than whites, but. It's um, God will bless you financially. Like the closer you are to God, God's goal is to give you blessings of health and wealth. And if you're not hitting those goals of health and wealth, then there is a problem with your spirituality or your sinning or whatever it is. <laughs> that sounds
0: very organized. It That's way more on the organized Spectrum. Scale.
1: Yeah, then we were. Well, the, there's also this, the idea of like obeying God is, um, includes tithing. And then if you're going to the Church of Prosperity Gospel and you hear something that, that the pastor is saying, you know, God wants you to really show your love to him. With your tide this weekend, if you give twofold, he'll return tenfold. And they read a verse that alludes to that. So a lot of people are giving more than their 10%. And these people have multiple houses and, you know, uh, and they're not afraid to look wealthy because looking wealthy shows God is blessing me. Right, And if he is going to do this to me, he's going to do it to you. And funny enough, a big person who is outspoken against prosperity gospel is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's been saying like this is a total charlatan move that is putting African-Americans in more debt and is really targeting them. Oh, because of their need. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's shitty.
0: I have something mm-hmm. to tell you that you might want to uh, figure out how to talk about and edit this part that you and I are talking about out. Yeah. I just, when I Wikipedia'd her to look at her face, Yep. yep. Um. it says her husband's name was Randy White. Yes.
1: And don't look at anything else because I have another surprise for you. Okay. All right. Yeah. So she had, she had... <laughs> Three husbands, and we're gonna get to that third husband. So don't stop believing. Okay? Okay. All okay. Right. That's that's oh my a, God. I know that's a pre-joke. You're gonna get it later. So <laughs> I'm afraid I'm getting it. <laughs> okay. So Paula White um, was one of the first women, she was the second woman to lead the prayer. At an inauguration, and that was Trumpy's. She, if you look at, some, so you mean
0: second woman? Like there was a woman at a previous? Yeah, one, yeah, but I think there Obama were not two at his.
1: <laughs> right, no, I think okay. Obama had one, and um, then if you look at pictures of some of the uh, things that Trump has done that have to do with not having religious liberty where he's always signing things and you see his spiritual advisors around him, you'll see Paula White. And the other person you will see is Bonnie and I's former pastor. (laughs) So... I never... Look at this stuff. Have you not seen him? Yeah, he's in every... He's in the tight circle of, you know, the seven to ten people Uh, that surround them. In fact, when Trump is signing something, I think, to do with the Johnson Act that has to do with churches and taxes in the Rose Garden, uh, there's our former pastor right behind them. But this all goes back to that other episode we did about the guy
0: who was in Jesus camp who said, uh, if you get the evangelical vote, you'll sway the election. Totally.
1: And it's absolutely true. And it's, and you know that, you know, Trump, he doesn't act like a Christian. The only reason he would be interested in becoming Mm -hmm. known as a Christian is because he wants to feel special, you know, and God's chosen me. And now I have the influence of all these People who can help me progress in the political world because it's very encased in D.C. So yeah. Paula White is also now married to her third husband. And her third oh husband is... So they're still married? Correct. It's a new... Oh, that's good. So her, her name now is Paula White Kane because she married... Billy Bob Kane, I can't remember his first name what? now, but it's something, it's like Richard Billy Kane, Bob. Jeffrey Kane, who <laughs> is the keyboardist and main songwriter from Journey. Jonathan? Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my
0: gosh, so. Did, and was, and I have so many questions. There are so
1: many non-answers. What? And the thing is, every time someone plays "Don't Stop Believing," Paula Kane yeah. is getting more money, Paula White Kane, sure, because of the royalties. And so he has become a Christian. And okay, what's even <laughs> weirder is that he has released an album in the last two years. And it's something like what Jesus says to me because he said he was listening to Christian music and felt Jesus telling him that he wanted to hear something else or something like that. I have read about this because I go
0: down the wormhole around uh, 1 o'clock in the morning every now and then watching the baby's videos with... um, uh, uh uh John Waite. Okay. I know. So the know. group the babies. He was in the babies and then he was in the super group <laughs> bad English and <laughs> gotcha. Um but but yeah oh my gosh. So I read that when I was going down that what do you call it the wormhole, right? Yeah. Where you watch every baby's video and then you're like, oh, what happened to Jonathan Cain? And yep. I, so
1: I read that fairly recently. Well, he definitely um, now is, uh, you know, now he's going around with his wife and um, I, he also wrote Faithfully. Faithfully. Okay. Um,
0: but was, it wasn't about faith.
1: No, even though he said was he was always faithful a to a lady, and then he sort of, um, you know, went away from it and now he's back in it. But I guess since he wrote those, he can make them um, stand for whatever the fuck he wants, because <laughs> I was writing about Paula Kane and my other life and Paula White and two terrible things happen. One, I found video of her on the Jim Baker show and I watched the whole thing. So that was horrible. So what happened <laughs> was uh, Jim Baker was married to Tammy Faye. Um, yeah. He's remarried to someone, you know, buffon it up too, and who also sang in journey. He yeah. <laughs> <who> sang in <laughs> banana Rama. Um, and uh, It's Jim Baker's lost his hair. He's really overly impressed with Paula White because it's like he's kissing her butt because she's close to Trump. And she holds up a pin and she's like, and this is what Trump gave me after he signed the bill about religious blah, blah. And She held it up, and the audience stood up and clapped. And then Jim Baker wanted to hold it. I mean, it was so cultish. It was outside of normal Christian mainstream. And the audience... There's there's just a business to this whole thing. And the audience that stood up is... uh, They look so out of touch. They're definitely keeping the elastic waistband pants and, and (laughs) it took them money. 55 seconds to stand up, (laughs) but they they stood up and clapped. And then to end the show, they introduce Jonathan. He gives a little bit of his spiel and meeting his lovely wife and Christ has brought them together. And, they're now, you know, focused on just telling others and then they gather around the piano and he okay. plays Don't Stop Believing and sings wow. it and Jim Baker is singing it and Paula White is singing it and they're really oh. just getting into it with the people that's close, are from the TV guide, you know, ads with the... Mm-hmm. and. Or from the back of the parade magazine? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of Velcro, a lot of elastic. And it was, it was a spiritual experience for me. I have to admit that. It was insane. So I'm going to post that. So that's the first terrible oh thing with looking that up. And then the second thing is after I came out with the article, it went viral. And then I would get these little... Um, uh-oh uh, notifications Angry. no oh. Paula White is following you so uh, she followed me on Facebook and Twitter and I have a feeling it was her ministries sure you know I think it was just all algorithm But <laughs> you were going to say her minions like
0: that yes. too
1: if you go to her website it is, or if you follow her, like I was looking at her on uh, Twitter a lot and she has it automated so that a few times a day it yeah. does something that tells you about buy this book or give this money or donate this or whatever it is. Um, right. So it's always in there. But now if you go on her website, oh now she's, now Jonathan has his own drop-down menu. Wow. I have a drop-down menu. <laughs> Which reminds F- it
0: Fries. <laughs> Milkshake. Oh,
1: that's
0: a good uh-huh. one. Um, let's see. Well, when you're talking about uh, the church and politics, that so happens here locally, too. Um, the church in... Uh, Riviera Beach. They use their congregation as a, a body to to round ra- to wrangle them up and go vote for candidates. Oh, totally! They, I believe yeah, that they they will take them and they will they will or they'll go to their house and bring them their absentee ballots, and and it's very very intertwined with the the church, you know, mm-hmm. bodies and um, and the elections.
1: But go on. (laughs) Well, I mean, that is, of course, against the church and state situation, but it's not totally illegal. But the ACLU could get involved. But I was always saying, you know, it's really um, now not all Democrats are not Christians and not all Republicans are Christians. But when you have... (laughs) a group of people who go and listen to a pastor and the pastor is sort of telling you how to vote, even if it's a little, like I was listening to a video of a local guy and he's like, "Now I'm not going to say who to vote for, but, but. exactly. Um,
0: Didn't we in church though, get little cheaters, like little tiny pamphlets, tiny of, little eyeglasses to read? No. Tiny little pamphlets or something that said, uh, uh, these are the people who maybe Jesus would want you to vote for. I can't remember that. Did you get
1: that? Uh, I believe it. Because I'm sure, you know, I don't. Or just, and they would call it like a guide. Right, right. And
0: it wouldn't say vote for this person. It would say this candidate believes.
1: Yeah. You know. Ba-ba-da-ba-da. It would say these are the ones that I will be voting for, and then the other ones <laughs> that's when the ink ran out of the printer, and we'd just be like, What does that say? Redacted. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I believe all that. Okay. So do you have more to tell me about Paula White? Oh, that could go on forever, but I'm I'm vomitous now. But I will say that um tomorrow's easter and trump says he'll be going to church and where he i didn't realize the church he got married in is bethesda by the sea oh yes so Mm -hmm. if we ever reveal our secret identities we'll put some pictures up there of me posing in my gorgeous high school choir outfit at for our yearbook pictures at Trump's church. I also dated a guy who oh, was an altar can't boy there. Oh, call it Trump's church.
0: That's what it no, is. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I... Uh, so, if we're talking about politics, and recently Pete Buttigieg was on Seth Meyers' show.
1: Ah, uh, I'd see that. And yeah.
0: Yeah, and if you don't know who that is, he is the mayor of... South Bend, Indiana, and he is gay, and he's got a husband, who is a man. <laughs> uh, a man. That's how that works. But he's announced that he's in the running for um, president, and I think that I think that it's just going to bring out the worst in people. They're going to be cruel. Yeah, he's and they're going to
1: all bond over being cruel together to him. And he's also not a Christian. Um, Uh, Like that is going to be big news. It already is. Him and Beto Beto. O'Rourke. Beto. Bet whatever you want. I don't care. Um, (laughs) Both, I think, are getting attention for being like candidates who are no longer saying, you know, family values. You know, I'm from a good Christian family. You can have family values without being Christian.
0: What? What? Right no. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, and I also wanted to throw in because it's whole Easter and Passover right now. Uh, one of my friends tells me last night in a text, my sister wants to read the Mueller report at Passover dinner. <laughs> <laughs> As part of it, or just to yeah. get through the the weird egg that you dip in whatever. <laughs> Oh, and okay, and on on timely things. Uh, same person. Her boss emailed her department um, at work with Easter services in town, and she's Jewish, obviously, from the you know Mueller report reading at Passover, yeah. and um, so she just told me that she's like, I know it comes from a place of of nice, you know, goodness. But at the same time, of course, I'm going, maybe this lady hired her to witness
1: to her. Oh. (laughs) That could be the whole business. That could. Everyone I hire. Yep. That's it. Yep. And I'm like making fun of it and laughing, except I live in the South and that's no joke. Like, I guarantee. Well, how do you think you got your job? I know. (laughs) Um... (laughs) There, uh, when I was a missionary overseas and we were in India, we ended up at this place and there were two American young girls doing a short-term mission there. And one of them was from Tampa or Clearwater. And we were talking and she was telling me about that her job that she saved money from to go on this trip was for an eye doctor there and her main job was to pray with the patients that was it no filing oh no anything and up here um, when my daughter was getting braces we they talked us through the whole plan and the money and then they're like and we'd like to invite you into this room it's like a little I mean, people can see in it a little side room that has a bunch of like a mini library with a conference table Um, and pamphlets. I didn't see any, but they Mm. said uh, the doctor would like to pray with you and the staff before we embark together. And so, of course, I said, wow, no, Um, that's strange. it, It is so common here. It's so like. I still get surprised by all of it, but then right. I don't. I'm like uh, right. I get sick of it. Is what I sort of sort of happens. But you know, <sighs> that's the South. I mean, we believe in Jesus and God, and it's the forefront of everything. And right along with that is the highest uh, poverty, suicide, teen pregnancy, STDs. Um, opium addict, opium, opioid addiction. Opioid? Like uh, something is not adding up. <laughs> that was a pleasant voice. <laughs> it's my pod <laughs> <You> should- <laughs> pod voice. <laughs> <laughs> you should really work uh-huh. on that one. <laughs> I'll try <laughs> and
0: edit it out. Oh, no, no, no. I like it. <sighs> it
1: was. It was. You committed. I did. Um, All right. Why don't you read a listener letter? Have you got it? All right. I have it. All right. Um, It's like a magic trick. I have not seen this yet. So you can get my (laughs) true response.
0: It's sweet. Um, So I'm assuming she wants me to use her name because she starts with, Hello, my name is Rose. I appreciate your podcast and you guys crack me up. That is so, ah. full. that's so, that's, that's garbage. Exactly. That's Hate her. Um, she's a liar. <laughs> she's just lying. I have a silly anecdote for you guys about music and entertainment. I grew up very sheltered like most Christian kids. I only listened to Christian music or at least I was supposed to. I only watched movies that my parents approved. Movies with an R rating, sex, and too much violence, a little was okay. Were not allowed in the house. <laughs> Um, my parents even restricted magic that's right (laughs) but allowed Narnia and Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. so I'm not sure I follow their logic (laughs) I've never seen any of the Lord of the Rings things but
1: didn't you think of them as children's books yeah I did in your brain like oh how could that be and Narnia is yeah it's the Christian story so uh, they get to sneak that in like, oh, yeah, okay. pre-approved. I didn't
0: know that. Yeah. Um, all right. So in college, I finally could start watching and listening to what I wanted. Yay, freedom. When I finally watched Labyrinth, you know, the one with David Bowie's <laughs> bulge. <laughs> I loved magic dance. It was fun to sing, silly, etc. My sister and I sang the parts and recorded it as my voicemail message just for fun. Yeah. My parents are some of the few people who actually call me to leave (laughs) messages.
1: Yeah, didn't think that one through, did you, Rhys? Nope.
0: (laughs) So my dad calls me but missed me and left a message. He heard my sister and I singing magic dance, and when I called him back, he got a little snippy. He said it wasn't appropriate or something like that and said I should change it. To my shame, I did after I kept it another week since I loved the message so much. It was so silly to get so bent out of shape over a little song. Keep up the good work. You guys are the freaking bomb.
1: Oh, thank you, Rose. <laughs> That's so nice. And I mean the magic thing i remember like i was scared to go in the magic shops because we were really told like stay away from magic it's like the devil had oh and ouija boards i I still believe that yeah those are just freaky but uh, yeah there is like the devil owned certain things that everyone can just agree on. <laughs> and that is, you know, he had a corner on the magic mark. Yeah. The magic, you know, the color black, um, <laughs> things that are too loud. Like it, it didn't matter. Those were just now all, all I want to see is what is she talking about with David Bowie's bulge? I bet. You I'd like to, to see that. Oh, yeah. Can you, know, um, I can totally picture the whole get up right now.
0: Really? Yeah. Did you watch this Lord of the Rings movie?
1: <laughs> this Lord of the Rings? Movie? Well, oh, Labyrinth. Did you oh, watch no. it? Uh, no, I think I've just seen parts of it. And <laughs> I know just seen
0: David Bowie's. book. that's right.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at my poster of it right now. <laughs> that's not who you had on your wall. Whenever. tell the people. Uh, let's see. Who did I? Captain have? Crunch? Crunch? EO. Captain EO? That's right. Uh, I did. Michael Jackson? Yeah.
0: Oh, this is great. You don't remember this. Your parents went to the Epcot Center. Oh yeah. And they brought this poster to you. You didn't get to go, which
1: I don't that's think great. Yeah, I don't
0: think Captain <laughs> no. EO went over very well. Well, a- no, it didn't. But they brought it to you and you didn't <laughs> you didn't know it was EO and you unfurled it. Uh-huh. With great great drama, and said, Captain (laughs) (laughs) E.Q.
1: So what you're saying is I had a problem spelling and reading. (laughs)
0: That's what you're saying.
1: Yeah, we didn't have uh, David Bowie on our walls. No, no. But I do have to say, our freshman year of college, we went to Conservative (laughs) Baptist College, and you had been in love with, one tom cruise what? and sure so you put the poster of like him and it's just his face from risky business i don't even think you bought a poster i think it was just a fold-out one from a magazine <laughs> it could have been the album cover true. true to the lp and he had um the ray bands on and more than one person in the hallway, asked if that was your boyfriend, and I'm like, "How? These are sheltered people." Razor sharp. That's right. And you're like, "Yes, yes." You said yes, but I'm like, "Yeah." Like, I, she got a picture <laughs> of her boyfriend, blew it up, got it printed on a poster, which is, we didn't have that technology back then. No, really good graphics. Yep. And That's great. Yeah, we, ah. we were ding-dongs. Okay, I do ah. want to say a very, very happy birthday to Steve. Steve's a Aww. listener that we have. He's also in our Facebook group. So if you go to Facebook, there's Deconversion Therapy Podcast. You can like the page. Then you can see how you can get into the secret closed coven called just <laughs> deconversion therapy where people post memes and talk smack and talk to each other and Steve gets in there and it's like hey my birthday was April 8th could I get a happy birthday um, so we missed it and he won't be a year older till he hears this right now <laughs> that's how that works but I decided I'm also going to give him uh, prophecy, and you don't know how this works because you didn't go to a charismatic... Prophecy school. <laughs> right. You didn't go to a charismatic or Pentecostal church. But first what we do is um, we confess our sins, which I'm just not going to do right now because I'm going to do that in private. It's between me and my priest. And then... Um, you sort of clear your mind, and then you, if you can speak <laughs> in tongues, pray in tongues, you do. So I'm going to do that. No. Shut up, what I'm to. Huh? Okay. okay. And then you just are silent, and you wait to, like, uh, uh, things that come to your mind. So well, picture yourself. We can't have silence
0: in this program.
1: Well, if people can turn it off and wait five minutes. And then turn it back on. But we can just lie and say we edited the silence. That's right. We edit that out along with every time we say, um, but the, if you picture yourself doing meditation, you know, if you're ever like quiet and doing something and you're like, this is going well. And then just suddenly umbrella, you know, like something just pops into your mind. That's very random. Yeah. So that's what you do. And so i did this while i was contemplating steve and i'm getting the word it starts with a j it's like, jesus uh, uh, no am i supposed to enjoy no it's coming to me now
0: oh he's all right putting
1: it on me he's juvederm jinga It's Jenga. (laughs) So I think that means, Steve, that... That's a brand name. I know. TM. Trademark. um, That you need to pull things out of your life that you're scared to because you think it's going to topple over, but it's going to stay up. Or it could just mean you should buy yourself a Jenga thing. No, I liked that first thing. Well, the devil likes to cloud the message, so I can never tell if he's (laughs) interfering and I don't have the right um, message to give Steve. But happy birthday anyway, and thanks for being involved in the Facebook page. And Yeah, thanks. Yes. Am I the devil in that anecdote? (laughs) I think so, because... Right as I I'm was right with getting into it, you you broke the the pheromone line between <laughs> my yeah something. Yeah. Okay. So now our segment. Don't be an asshole. Boom boom. Um, you want to get the Law and Order
0: sound? Um, well. I think you do. Do you want I me to? I know I don't, but um, uh, well, this this involves you, so I'll go oh, ahead and right. go. So the woman I work with, what she had Fox News on. <laughs> this this ties into the politics thing. That's Right, we're
1: so theming, and
0: <laughs> we're theming. Uh, so she had Fox News on, and it was the the run up to when the Mueller report was going to be released, and I. I said, um, like, what are you watching here? And she goes, Oh, I, it's, it's The Five. And that's apparently a show. Okay. So, um, Okay. I I was like, Well, you know my theory is that the bait they're they're just pandering to the base, mm-hmm. which is wealthy people or hillbillies. <laughs> and that's an it's just the funniest word because they used it in wedding crashers and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you a hillbilly and it's just one of it's just a great word. And so, sure enough, we look over, and they were broadcasting from Nashville.
1: Oh. I was like, I was like, well, look at that. We like to be called <laughs> Appalachian Americans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the five. They were broadcasting from Nashville, yeah, and gosh. then
0: they had some kind of graphic on the uh, on the TV that said. Redneck Riviera. I'm like, oh. What is happening? My prophecy
1: was coming true. Do you know what the Redneck Riviera is? It's the panhandle of Florida. It's Well, it's um, PCB. It's uh, Panama yeah, City Beach. Panama City Beach. But it's not, if you go to the other side. Now, that's really preppy. Um, uh, there you go. So I was mean and and i i realized that
0: we say things to the people who cannot divorce us that are just shitty and so we joke about it but i was you know it was making fun of her for putting it was that
1: channel on like a joke with the truth layer yeah
0: but but like i didn't need to say it you know she watches msn also
1: you know don't justify different point her of i watching I'm gonna the five <laughs> tell her party of so five anyway it's much better
0: um yeah anyway so yeah I, I you know i i I realize while well, I'm much more free flowing with catty comments with people who I can't uh divorce and who won't
1: yeah, they're stuck with the yeah. E. Yep. <laughs> Hurt the ones you love. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because oh. yeah, I want them to
0: not be not like me. Anyway, go ahead. What about yours? Mom, what's oh, your good but do you thing? want me to say a happy thing? Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of a good thing for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, my My good thing is that... The clay tennis season is upon us. Oh. Uh, and. Uh, is it a season? It is. Yep. Like so why clay? Like, clay? Because.
1: Does it grow better when, in the spring?
0: <laughs> well, they, they clump together the tournaments that are on one surface because you use different muscles in your body what? and you train differently for different what? surfaces. Yeah. Like clay, you're playing on dirt hardcore You're playing it's, on other. You're dirt. playing on concrete. It is hard. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> and grass is very slippery. With the dirt.
1: So
0: <laughs> no, but you've got to be able to slide on it. So that's my favorite, and um, it's nice that it's just one after another of you know. Yeah. That. So that's my favorite
1: time of year. Well, that's good. <laughs> okay. Yep, you mentioned tennis, so everybody drink. Yeah. Um, let's see so my uh, don't be an asshole thing of when I was an asshole is going to be right now and I'm just wait you can't divorce me (laughs) (laughs) but everyone can switch this off they're all going to leave so mine is that I get very annoyed at maybe things that aren't hugely important in the world, but to me are the basis to society. And what I think uh, is part of the basis of society is women of any age, but definitely of a certain age, which I am there or getting there or whatever, who filter their goddamn pictures and make themselves look like weird alien mannequins. Yes. And there seems to be a few more (laughs) my age that do this. So you have all the features are there, and then they've sort Mm -hmm. of gone over something that just mushes out. (laughs) Even yeah, the shadows, it, blurs it out. Yeah, like there should be shadows. Yeah. So when there's not a shadow, it freaks you out. And then um, these aren't single women. They're not trying to like meet anyone online. And right, then they mainly post <laughs> these, um, I'm hoping to start a, a cult following sayings. So it'll be a picture of them, and then it'll be like, "Don't let the rainy days get you down. Just look yeah. up and know that tomorrow will be better, or whatever it is." And the worst is anytime anyone addresses their friends. So <laughs> if people say "friends," comma, like I'm just ready to call them up and just be like, you're not a preacher. These are, we're all hooked up together and don't, the other one is lovelies. The other one is beloveds. Oh, Oh. I can't take it. (laughs) So I've really been, I keep biting my tongue because I know a few people personally, and I want to be like, you know, your goal seems to be self-help and empowering women but however however no one's gonna believe that you're vulnerable or want authenticity because we can all tell what you're doing to your photo that is about is that all right so where do we find us well Bonnie lives at 429. <laughs> okay. Okay, you can go to deconversiontherapypodcast.com. That's where the fun goes down. Not really. I don't think anyone looks at it, but I think you should. I'm going to be adding resources um there tomorrow, uh which will be by the time you listen to this, it should be done. If it's not, you can yell at me. Um and it's also where you can send in your five-minute true funny story like we just read from Rose. Thank you, Rose. Thank you, Rose. And uh, let's see. I try and do show notes there, but I also add pictures that go along with whatever episode we do. And that's the most fun ever. So last <laughs> week, Bonnie read what I wrote in her yearbook. So we have a screenshot of that up there. So you can and, and then we're going to post Banana Who again. Oh, yeah,
0: because it's just gold. <laughs> in case one more person gets my stupid joke.: No, Or I think can tell good. me who I stole it from.
1: No, I don't think you did anyone. I think it's really good. And there's also, I'm going to put the little um, thing of "Don't Stop Believing" there on the Jim Baker show because that's that's an instant classic for you to enjoy.: Yeah, I'd like to watch that. Yep. Uh and then you can find us on Twitter. Uh some days I'm in there just tweeting along and then for five days I forget that we have an account. So it's a bit hit or miss. But You like Instagram? I do. Instagram's good. And we have a bigger yeah. like um community, community. on there. Community. Yeah. I like that word. That's right. Because we're loving and sweet and supportive of everybody. Uh, Yeah, whatever. And Well,
0: we're finding other people who have similar experiences, which I think is amazing. Yeah.
1: There are so many. And that's what I wanted to thank. Like the people who have rated us recently, very nice. We get lots of nice comments. We've had over 4,000 listens. And, uh, you know, for a little podcast like ours, that's really amazing and I'm very thankful yeah, to everyone. Me too. For sure. Yep. Um, and that's sincere. And I don't have a good tone for sincerity,
0: but <laughs> I tell you it's sincere.
1: Take a picture of your face and then we'll post it and people <laughs> and can blur judge. it out. That's right. We'll blur make your eyeballs <laughs> bigger. That's right. Put some sincerity eyes on that face. Um <laughs> but we appreciate everyone who's doing all that support and we really do appreciate it. So this week, you know, try not to be an asshole. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. okay. Well thanks. Thanks for that advice. Yep. Don't be an asshole. Okay. All right. Bye now.
0: <laughs> all right. Bye. Click.